Hello, this is Frank Skinner. Look, I'm going back on the road again. I know, I know, with my show, uh, Showbiz. I've finished the London thing, and I just want to go back to the places that we didn't do on the national tour and places that sold out, like, super quick. Um, witnesses, that's what I'm after. Anyway, look, if you fancy coming to see me, I thought I'd let you know that there's a... a, a, there's a now, I've never typed in one of these in my life, but I'm going to do it for you. There's an address. It's www.absoluteradio.co.uk slash tickets. It's like one of those proper things. And if you, if you type that in, you'll see where I'm playing and when and all the possible details you could need. I'd love to see you. And who knows, you might even like to see me. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Gareth Richards is with us this morning. Gareth Richards is like the William Hartnell of this show. He was the he what? was the, the first I'm manifest, still alive. The first manifestation for me. Oh, your, yes. t- your teeth for aren't me, that bad. so is William Hartnell. Oh. Although he might not be the first doctor after tomorrow night's episode. We'll find out. Oh. Um, you can text the show on 812.15, follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Frank on the Radio, or you can email the show via the Absolute Radio website. Why don't you try that one for a change? Free. Nice to have Gareth here. Yes, it is. Hello, Lovely Gareth. to be here. Mm. Of course, in the Five Doctors, they got a different actor, didn't they? Yeah, they got um, Richard Herndl. <laughs> yeah, it was first. weird they found someone with a similar name. Mm. Wait, Her- Herndl, William Hartnell, oh, yeah. Richard you know Herndl. I've never thought of that before. <laughs> Do you know what? And then, of course, David Bradley is now playing him. Oh. Of course, yeah. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Bored him. Bored <laughs> So glad you're um, here, Gareth. <laughs> yeah, because I was watching Harry Potter this week with my son who's gone completely pottery about oh. it. Well, it's oh, yeah. in the family with you. That's good. Ah, yes. Frank's um, brother-in-law is Jack Thorne, Oh, yes, of course. Mind you. That's right. Yes. Who um, wrote? Yes. The Cursed Child. Very good. Okay, it's out. The news is out. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, David Bradley plays Squelch, Bilch, Gulch. The bloke with the cat. Oh, Filch. Is it Filch? Yes. And, um, and the caretaker. Uh, but having to Hogwarts explain, caretaker. having to explain the Doctor Who connection when he is the first. He wasn't actually the first Doctor. He played the first Doctor originally in a doc, in a sort of a drama about the. I mean, it's too much for a seven-year-old. Mm. In the well, end, I just uh, I let it go. I feel for my parents having to look at Doctor Who when we were children and say, "Is that the man who was so drunk he couldn't get up from the sofa last weekend?" <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh, so I would have killed for that. <laughs> you don't know what you got, you people. <laughs> you don't know what you've got till it's gone. Everybody, pee paradise, put, put up, up a parking lot. On a very similar um, vein, because um, we went to the Harry Potter exhibition at the Warner Brothers, and um, there was a weird moment where... Like the Warner Brothers. <laughs> uh, me and my family, Okay, because we're also Harry Potter fans. Um, I like the Warner Brothers. The Warner Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> the Warner Brothers Studios. I'm, I'm not, not sure what the name is, because it's like the Harry Potter Warner Brothers Studio. T- it's a very long name. I'll tell you what, I saw a coach, uh, like a boss, the other day. Uh. And, on, you know, on the front... Oh. Great story. <laughs> 
I'm, I'm fully, I'm oh, fully right, that's, that's the part. That's, it's, 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 that's, oh, that's, that's, that's the cliffhanger. There's more coming. <laughs> Metal bird in the sky. And you know when it says on the front things like Peckham and stuff? It's, mm. it, it's, no. Uh, <laughs> and then it says... Um, Harry, South of the river, darling. Okay. It says Harry Potter um, oh. event. So it was an actual... Actual coach. Wow. It wasn't like oh. that narrow, ghosty bus. No, not thing. the night bus. Was but, it like um, a Harry Potter stag? Do they do a stag? Do well, it was, pick, it was picking up at um, King's Cross Station. Oh, here we go. So I wonder <laughs> if it, nine and three quarters. Yeah, yeah, I wonder if it was a whole Harry Potter. You know, oh, pick, picking up at King's Cross is sort of part of the thing. Mm. Anyway, carry but on. Yes, well, um, it used to mean something else in my day, picking up. Yeah, that's, that's all changed. <laughs> it's online now. It's all, it's <laughs> it's all, all changed. Yeah, God, they, that was the Chamber of Secrets. <laughs> <laughs> um, and there was a weird moment in Dumbledore's office. Oh, you yeah. go around the set of Dumbledore's <laughs> office. It's really where... there. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. There's a wheel moment in Dumbledore. It's the Chamber of Secrets as well. Um, and um, where there was a seven-year-old boy explaining, because of for, course the first Dumbledore died, so there was a different Dumbledore for the third movie, which is a bit bleak, isn't it? Was this like, a Because it's when um, Richard, Harris, Richard Harris played the first Dumbledore. It's good that they learn and all then, that, um, though. Yeah, you know, but it's, it's cheaper harsh. than buying them a guinea pig. It's true. Yeah. Frank Skinner. Skinner on Absolute Radio. So I um I went to a wedding last uh, last weekend. Oh. At um at Lansing College. Ah. Which is not uh, a medieval boot camp, <laughs> or uh, about boil drainage. It's uh, do you know? Have you heard of Lansing College? No, I haven't. It's a very sort of. Um, It's a public school. It's a very. Mm. I once drove from Brighton to um, Worthing, and this thing Mm. appears on the horizon like a gothic spaceship has landed. There's nothing around it. You know, have you ever driven past Jodrell Bank? I remember that scaring the and hell I, and out of me. And other things I'm not usually asked on a Saturday morning. Well, it's a it's a tremendous experience. You're driving along and suddenly... You have been inside a Turkish prison. There's a fabulous uh, alien invasion um, thing going on. So uh, the wedding... So it was, it was yeah, it was, in the, uh, it was in the chapel at Lansing College, which apparently... Um, they wanted to film Harry Potter there. And oh. the bursar said he didn't want the school to be connected with witches and broomsticks and all that quite right. stuff. Yeah. So devil's yeah. work. Much better. So consequently, they still have quite a lot of fundraisers <laughs> making up for the money that they would have made out of being the Harry Potters. But it's an incredible looking... Uh, obviously, I don't know what... I'm, I'm guessing it's a good school. But mm. um, it... it the, Chapel. I actually could read... have been even, even better if they'd taken that money. Oh man, can you imagine it? Um, I um, I would have. I, I I did a reading at the wedding. Mm-hmm. I read oh, I... I, I read from uh, Paul's letter to the Colossians. Oh yes, which begins. Um, you are the people of God was the first bit. So I got up and I just looked at them and said, you are the people. There was some edginess amongst them. I think they thought I'd gone off script. Mm. Um, Did one of them stand up and say, no, I am the people of the Colossians? I would um, have done that. Um, I'm a Spartacus. Spartacus. Yes, I get, yeah. I get the reference. I don't but you look a bit annoyed I don't, I don't that quite, I made I don't think it quite works. Okay. 
I mean, I'm happy to workshop it. I like it. That's, that's I mean, fine. let's run with it. I'm happy to workshop it off air. Okay. Um, we can always put... It's not live, is it? <laughs> live. Oh. Anyway, so um, it was pretty uh, pretty amazing. And then uh, uh, the, uh, they had a choir and a, a, ma- a man got up. Oh, yes. And he sang um, Oh, Happy Days. You know that one? Uh, right. Oh, happy days. Oh. Now, that... I, did I, I must have told you that whenever I get money out of a cash point, mm. I always sing. It's like a, a, like <laughs> I can't help myself. I always sing Got Cash in Pocket mm. by, the, by the Pretenders. It, do, you, do you ever sing Got Brass in Pocket? Uh, uh, yes. That. I just don't think it quite works, the cash in pocket. Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's... Oh, it's heated in here, listeners. It's better, it's better than you are the people, the Colossians. <laughs> anyway, so... Um, this tension's going to be running throughout the whole of this um, podcast, if you're listening to the podcast yeah, or show, if you're listening you know what? live. We, we normally get on really well. What, what do you make of that, Gareth? <laughs> uh So, um... I'm triangulating. Mm. I, I want... Oh, God, I thought it was the drains. <laughs> <laughs> so, um... Oh God, I forgot what I was talking about. Now. Oh yeah, so now. Oh happy day. Oh, oh yes. happy day is yes. one of my things. Oh, one yeah. of my song things. But I don't sing. <laughs> have you ever had balsamic glaze? <laughs> yes. Oh. When, whenever I have that, I always <laughs> sing balsamic glaze, balsamic glaze, mm, balsamic glaze, balsamic glaze. And then I do a, quite an odd thing when I say. Uh, I'm quite partial, quite partial. <laughs> yes, I'm partial. And then the uh, balsamic glaze. Um, so it was very difficult, a man singing oh. in a church, yeah. and me not being able to sing balsamic glaze. <laughs> Honestly, I felt so restrained. <laughs> it was... Um, you know that time I was arrested at the station in Leicester? Oh, it was a long time ago. <laughs> Frank on Absolute Radio. Balsamic glaze. Oh, if, any, if there's anyone, any of our readers who uh, sing an accompanying song to any of the activities they do in life mm. um, that we can talk about on air at least, um, do let us know. I'd like to, uh, maybe we could put together a sort of uh, compilation tape mm. of, yes. um, to, to accompany people on various activities. You, do you guys have any um, sing-along moments? I do. I have a lot of dog-based ones. Oh, yeah? Because I like to do it to my dog. Just to, I like to encourage him. I like him to think... Because they really respond to tone, I've discovered dogs. Mm. Mm. Um, what, you mean they don't understand <laughs> the language? No, they understand tone. Oh, yes, I, I okay. thought it was that. Mm. It's, it's like quite straightforward people. Do you know what I mean? You use tone rather than language because mm. they understand that more. You say, no... Right. Yes, good boy. Mm. So I have certain songs I sing to him, which I've, I feel somewhat embarrassed to admit. I might sing Randy Newman's "You've Got a Friend in Me." <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> but what for? What purpose? No, and then um, but, but walking what? the dog. You know that everybody's doing it. Everybody's walking the dog. I have sung that to him. Mm-hmm. But do you do that as, as, as a communication? To oh, Lord, I'm going to get critiqued now, and I got it wrong. No. Um, I. 
Do I do it as a communication? Yes, because it's to spur him on and encourage him. Yeah, you've got a friend in me. That's a nice montage moment. Exactly. Just have to, like, self-edit the montage, do but a lot of But as you say, you could, you, yes. could, you could just go... Because he doesn't need the words. Yeah, he doesn't mm. need the words. Mm. It's a bit... Was it Lisa Girard from uh, Dead Can't Dance? Is that... Was that who used to just sometimes not bother with um, actual words and just, like, invent her own language. Oh. You could try that. Okay. Just a thought. So I, um, anyway. I've oh. got a lot of Pokemon-based ones. Oh, I was yeah. I play Pokemon cards now. I won't go into it too much. But there's weird... There's certain cards you play in Pokemon, and there's one called Acerola, and I sing My Sharona for that. Ah. Oh, that's so good. Like, it's a card that, got, what did it used to, yeah, you could pick up a whole Pokemon with everything attached yeah, to it. Yeah, I've started singing that. Acerola! The, uh, can you not? Uh, it's a Sorry. bit too like the virus. That's right. So let's leave it. Also, <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, yes, the, the, the chapel. Yes. The, now, oh, it yes. was very... There was a lot of amazingly carved wood in there. Now, I know a lot of our readers, I know, from past communication, like to whittle. Right. And mm-hmm. if you're a whittler, it just goes to show you how far you can take that. Yeah. With uh, Have you ever whittled, um, I think I, I've, I've, I've flirted with whittling, but I've never <laughs> on, you know, not... Uh, it's never a twenty success. I was on holiday in, in Montana, and a lot of the cow, the actual proper cowboys, they whittle as a, as a matter of course. Really? If, they, if there's going to be a slight delay, mm. they just get a bit of wood and a knife out, and off we go. Mm. But you see, the trouble is, if you're in outside like that, and yeah. it's sort mm. of, you know, prairie mm. land. It's all right with the it's wood. Very, yeah, exactly. The problem is if you're at home... Yeah, you know, inside, it's a lot of mess to clear up, Yeah, you're it? watching, like, you know, a, a drama on the telly and you're whittling. Yeah. Mm. It's like chewing tobacco is the same thing. Yeah. It's where do you spit? Yeah. 8-12-15. Mm. <laughs> a, a group of us once had uh, chewing tobacco in a pub and we all spat into a small half glass. And it was this had terrible, like a... Like a spittoon. We created a spittoon mm. in the middle of the table. Was that when you were hanging out with Lee Marvin and John Wayne? <laughs> it was I, was. I don't know who I was hanging out with, to be honest. But it was... Um, anyway, the, the the wedding... Now, this was a first for me. I've been to a few weddings. Not and a first for them, we should say. Yeah. Because you can't take that on trust these days. No, but um, it was also a baptism. Oh, lovely. So oh. I'd never been to a, a, a double one because it was all you know. It was very was there, was much there a baby. There was, yeah, there was a baby. A two for one. I love it. Yeah, it was a very <laughs> much. Well, while we're here, mm. it's had that feel. While to we're it. at the altar for the people getting married, their baby. Yeah. Oh. So they got married. It's fine. Yeah. So it was all part of the same <laughs> ceremony. They got married and then the baptism. Oh, that's nice. So when they came down the aisle. Was the baby? They're holding the baby. It's quite, for the wedding. It's quite an amazing image. Mm. In the bridal dress, holding the baby. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, it was. It, I must say, it was a big success. At first, I thought I was completely affronted by the whole concept. <laughs> um, no, I love it. You could incorporate the baby into the dress. I'm thinking. Such well, he had, he, he had a baptismal um, gown on, so there was mm. a sort of sense of con- continuity. I think that's one of my favourite things, the child's baptismal gown. Mm. The oh, sort God. Of, oh, or I've the still excess. got bosses. It's like a white, silky 
thing. I love it. Are you wearing it now, I see? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it won't fit me. Um, it's like if um, if um, Casper the Friendly Ghost went to a premiere. It's the kind of thing he'd wear. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Uh, so yes. we're at the wedding. Yes, I tell you there was. Brian's got the child, which I love. FYI, I tell you, I made a bit of a discovery at the wedding. Have you ever had Scotch egg with a blob of mustard mm-hmm. in the middle of it? Uh, in a no, canopy form, or in a canopy form. Oh. oh man, the mustard makes such a difference. Oh. What a fool I've been. I've never tried it. was fantastic, i just say that. But the great joy uh, for me, of course, the wedding was a joyous occasion, but who am I sharing a table with at the evening do? Who? One of the great left-handed England batsmen of all time, I would say, David Gower. Oh, bit of gower. Oh, man. I said to him, look, I'm not going to talk to you about cricket. Then I just talked to him about cricket for about two hours. Mm. Probably for the best. I couldn't (laughs) stop. Well, I knew he was a wine uh, connoisseur. You see, I think that's very considerate when they sit the celebrities together. It's fair. It's like, look, come on. And also, David Gower, I mean, that's, that's sort of post-celebrity, you know, there's something about sports people. Well, it's two national treasures, Frank. Wow. Some would say they should share them out, but, you know. But I just, you know, I said, I remember your first delivery in Test Cricket. You pulled it for four, didn't you? And he said, it was the bowl? I didn't know. Uh, I said, it was uh, tricky like that. I mean, he, he pushed me to the limit. <laughs> <laughs> but it was... Uh, that Has was... he still got, Frank, the lovely uh, lustrous curls? He had a lovely curl, a silvery... <laughs> He hasn't Oak. got he hasn't got the Harpo marks of yesteryear, but he has still he's still a very handsome uh, fellow. He looks like a Ash national Brown. hero still. He's got mm. that national hero glow. I think there was a few power cuts. It didn't seem to affect our table, and oh. I think because we were in a Spiegel tent by this oh. stage in the evening, uh, so that we could Spiegel. Did and you dance? I didn't actually dance. No, but the the family are very von Trapp. And so, like, the mum and dad got up and said, uh, this could, and sang, this could be the start of something big as a duet. You oh, know, how da, 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 da. And then what a swell party. It was like that. Then the bride got up and sang. I mean, it was, it was, uh, it was like a variety evening. Yes. But meanwhile, there was a slight harm of me saying, yeah, but what about when the Pakistanis came over <laughs> in 1970 <laughs> and all that? But but the wine kind of going. I've I've got to go, Frank. I've got a car waiting. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Just one more. Um, but there was. I had. I have only. I have one wine story, basically. Mm. And so I gave him that. And that was. I bought my when my manager and I had been together for twenty five years. I bought him. Uh, I thought I'll get him a nice bottle of wine. I know nothing about wine, mm. but I, he loves it. You know. You know what they're mm. like. Mm-hmm. The rich. Mm. And um, I bought him, I, I was recommended by this wine person, I bought him a, a bottle of uh, Chateau Lafitte 1961. Ah. So I told David Gower really this. taste the feet. Yes. <laughs> and David, uh, David Gower said to me, well, that is a great... Oh, that, that is a great... Good. He said 1960. He said, I don't mm. know what... 1961 is the great oh, wine is it? year. Mm. So um, I thought, oh, good. And I, I was telling him that um, 
It's the What's only time. What's happened to you boasting about buying wine? I know, but the, this <laughs> bottle of off. wine... This bottle... It gets worse. This <laughs> bottle of wine was... Uh, it's the only time I've bought someone a present when I've had to tell them how much it costs. <laughs> oh. Because the wine was 1,500 quid a bottle. Oh. And... Gosh. You don't want someone to drink a 1,500 quid. You don't want someone quid. to drink that. No, but you no. don't want them to drink it not knowing <laughs> yeah, that it's 1,500 quid. No. You want to know that. It. You want to know it while you're actually swallowing it, <laughs> yeah. that it's 1,500 quid. Imagine if they, they said, oh, we've got that party. Oh, you know what? Just grab that wine Frank gave us. Yeah. I mean, that'd be all we got right. We've got to launch that <laughs> ship <laughs> down by the canal, and they've done that. You want to know. You want to be saying, OK, oh. it's 1,500 quid bottle of wine. Wine coming out. Here we go. <laughs> That's what you want. Frank Skinner. Absolute radio. So, um, here's, I want to run something by you because it includes a moral dilemma. Oh, yeah. Mm. Uh, I just ran part, one past you in the break. Thank, very good advice as ever. Thank you. Thank you. We moved. <laughs> we moved. Um, we've been in a flat and we're moving into a house. Um we moved this week mm. and the removal men arrived I love uh, a removal man and they uh, so they rang the bell uh, and I went to let them in and then as I walked away from the living room my partner Kath went <laughs> and I thought oh I've got a dilemma here I said you're right which is a stupid question in mm. context Frank Frank so I thought, oh God. So I went, I opened the door and just left it open and went back in. And she'd done a, she, on the floor, she couldn't, she was like on all fours. And then she was like leaning on the coffee table in a complete panic. And she said, I can't move, I can't move. My back, my back. And meanwhile, I'm saying, well, I've just got to let the um, removal then. <laughs> and then she fainted. Because oh, I think the pain was so extreme. Mm. So, um, well, that gives you a minute, doesn't no, it? Well, <laughs> exactly. It was, uh, you know, very. No, so, so then I'm in a, I'm in a panic. And then mm. they come in and they said, uh, you know, what, what we move, what, what, where we start. And I said, look, I don't, I, I just, my, my partner is in. She's done her backing. She's look, she's just fainted. They think you wanted to move the partner out the flat. She's yeah. no use to me now. <laughs> well, they said, uh, yeah, but we need to get, you know, we need to start. And I said, yeah, but I, this is quite a big mm. thing. Uh, yeah, well, this room, shall we do the... And I said, I just can't do the work for a minute. <laughs> so anyway, um, happily, my uh, my personal assistant arrived, <laughs> which was, uh, thank God for that. Thank goodness. And, uh, the, if the, only all fairy tales ended that way. <laughs> yeah, and the removal men, be fair to them, we had, we had to send for an ambulance. She just couldn't no. move. What and was wrong? And her back had just gone. Oh, and so gosh. these two uh, medics arrived, who I have to say were brilliant. Mm. And they managed... We couldn't move her at all. Then she fainted again because of the pain. So it was getting a bit oh, bad. Gosh. Anyway, she got, they got her on a stretcher. And then two of the removal men did help carry her down <laughs> to the ambulance. Yeah. So they had actually come to move furniture and ended up carrying my girlfriend <laughs> out to the thing. Yeah. And... Uh, and then we had uh, 12 hours at the local hospital <gasps> that day. Oh, gosh. So that was... Um, 
There was a bit of waiting. Obviously, the NHS is a very glorious institution that we all mm. think is only one, one place away from heaven and it's absolutely brilliant and we love it. It's our NHS, etc., etc., etc. There was a lot of waiting. However, yes. I do think in the 2012 Olympic ceremony, it would have been better if they'd have said, ladies and gentlemen, the <laughs> NHS! And then it'd been like a two-hour wait. Yeah. <laughs> it would have been more realistic. Yeah. But anyway, when they did arrive, they were brilliant. Now, people say there's nothing worse than moving. Yeah. How well, do you feel about that now? Well, well uh, injury, I mean, I think that's probably up there. So you had two of the well, stressful move, experiences. Moving and being in a hospital yes. all day with your partner. Yeah. Can we can we just uh, confirm that Kath is OK? Well, she's um, she was she walked a bit yesterday. Oh, and and then she... But she's not... Uh, is, there's more to this because there's oh. a bit where I'm not sure if we did the right thing or not. But I'm going to run that uh, by you because I think oh, you're putting good. her out of misery. You're good. <laughs> yeah. No, I slept with three other women while she was in hospital. <laughs> right. Oh, I did. So uh, I mean, I'd be the one with a bad back. I mean, that'd be, that'd be the truth of it. I say. I say. I'd be the. What, what are you looking at me like that for? This is Frank Skinner. Skinner. This is Absolute Radio. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Gareth Richards is with us Good this morning. morning. I know. Um, you can text the show on 812.15, follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Frank on the Radio or email the show via the Absolute Radio website. I was in the midst of telling you about our... Um, Lomba catastrophe. Yes. And we should say that uh, people have got in touch, uh, keen to know that Kath is OK. 189 has got in touch. Um, morning, Frank and Squad. Jack the Gardener from Bromley here. Did the removal men wrap your girlfriend up in those grey blankets before <laughs> loading her up in the ambulance? <laughs> they didn't. There was a very sort of flimsy blanket on the stretcher that came with the... We should uh, recap in case there's any freshly joining us. The removal men arrived, Frank, and Kath, um, Kath had an incident. Yeah, so they, they, the, the removal men uh, carried Kath out on the stretcher, or two of them did, which is very decent of them. Um, mm. And also, sorry, Frank, they just Ian chipped, Angle... They just chipped the corner off her. That's the problem. <laughs> oh. It's on the way out. Ian Angle, yes. Ian Angle, 740. Uh, Frank, do you believe in fainting now? I'm pretty sure you were a previous sceptic. I hope she's OK now. Well, you know what they're like, Ian. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Michael Parkinson interview in 1972. <laughs> um, it, right. was, it, was bad. it was pretty bad. She had to have an MRI scan. Now, if you've never had an MRI scan, there's a lot of radioactivity involved and you're sitting like an enormous donut mm. or you're lying it as she couldn't sit or stand. And, um, and you, it's, I mean, I wouldn't mind an album of the MRI scanner's Sounds because oh. it sort of goes, and I thought we listened to stuff like this at yeah, home. I remember that full song, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's very Marquis Smith. 
<laughs> but anyway, you have to. She had to take all the oh, metal off her. And all, they Did asked, she have to put the headphones on? Oh yeah. Uh-huh. And they ask you if you've got a, any metal in you and stuff like that. You know, cheek. No, none of your beeswax. Mm, but I'd like some. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I. That's she, what you say to Metal Mickey. <laughs> so she was uh, a bit anxious. Hello, Metal Mickey. He's a lot of fun. Um, so, I had a bit of a crush on him. Anyway, it's your Yeah. Um, which famous drama was involved in the production of Metal oh, Mickey? Oh, I love questions like this. Well, I mean... We'll come back to that because my, no my partner's in the MRI. Can we go Star or Pete Townsend? I'm going to go. Pete One Townsend, of... not. Okay. Was he not a drummer? Drama. Oh, no. I do apologise. No, that was the other one who died in the pool. Brian. Yeah, Brian. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> we'll come back to that. Pulled Someone it. will text it in anyway. So I, she's she's a bit claustrophobic of the big donut. Oh, so yeah. I, I went in with, with her. her. What in the donut? Into the radiation. Oh, well, not in, in the, the donut. Room. I just no. stood in the radiation. Oh, room. that's nice. So I had to hmm. take all my metal bits off as well, which was, a, I mean, an absolute nuisance. <laughs> the piercings. Uh, the whole thing came out. <laughs> the the Prince Albert. <laughs> oh. <laughs> like uh, leading an ox around. <laughs> I think that's lovely. Yeah. I, when Bagpuss has an MRI scan, all his friends have an MRI scan. Well, it's exactly, yeah. It's fair enough. It's, um, it was, yeah, I've, as we stood in there with the... <laughs> I was thinking, and tonight is the night when two via the uh, radiation become one. <laughs> it's, like... it's like a radiation wedding. <laughs> We had. It was lovely. We should have got Boss in there as well. It was. It was. Uh... <laughs> so anyway, we went into. Uh... That's very specialist interest. It is. What yeah. gets you in the mood? Yeah. My partner. Yeah, we love a bit of radiation. <laughs> hey, babe, you want to go MRI tonight? Oh yes, Frank. That's what she talks like. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was. Um... <laughs> Anyway, then we get to the moral dilemma oh, element. Dear. See what you think of this, but I'm, I'm going to—it's Go going to be on a cliffhanger. Oh, um, because uh, the the producer is not just uh, putting the fez in front of me, but you know that thing she does with uh, when she pinches that fleshy bit just under my armpit. Yeah, I hate that. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. He's back. Gareth was in the—he uh, was having a comfort break. Yeah. He was in the gentleman's <laughs> convenience, but he has just just made it back. Um, God, tremendous work. Um, so, yeah. So anyway, so the doctor um, at the at uh, the hospital said, uh, "Look, you're going to have to stay the night. We don't send people out who are in this much pain. <gasps> so um, we're going to have to put you on the general ward." And um, Cat said, I don't want to, I really don't yeah. want to stay. And he said, well, look, you can't walk. And she said, I, I'm sure I'll be all right. Just give me some... So they gave her some morphine, which didn't seem to work. <sighs> anyway, so she signed a letter that said, I, I am discharging myself against um, medical advice and all that to cover the blow. So we started... Me and her cat's sister... Um, Rachel had arrived by then, uh, which she'd been there quite a while, thank God. So she, we, we started walking. She just couldn't do it. And then um, a nurse, a helpful nurse, said, uh, oh, "You're right. Do you want a wheelchair?" And we thought, 
So we put her in the wheelchair mm. and we just took her home. We went out of the hospital. That's a nice just, sort of Christmas future for you. And we just set off into the night on this um, oh. wheelchair. And I wasn't sure if we were supposed to just take right. it out of the hospital and away oh. like that. But we did take it back after. Mm. But um, we, you know, we took her all the way home on this uh, wheelchair. So when you took it, it had a slight ET on the bike feel. (laughs) But did you have a red hoodie on? What happened when you returned the wheelchair? Was it you on your own in the middle of the night with the empty wheelchair? Rachel uh, went back with the wheelchair because she said it's a good good place to get a cab from the hospital. Yeah. So she went back. But um, I don't know if you're supposed to take them off the premises or not, but it was an emergency. Yes. I mean, I if we kept it... as long as you it, took it back. If we'd yeah. have kept it, it would have been wrong. Yeah. So there was what? a bit where it was just outside our house because we couldn't get up the steps. And I th- ours is a road where people will put three VHSs out and you know, for people to take away. And I thought, I don't want anyone... If we VHSs? Come out, yeah. <laughs> I'd say that as an example because I saw exactly that on a wall yesterday. <laughs> wow. Three VHSs. So, um, yeah. Oh, Fly-tipping is my worst thing. I don't want your old table from the 80s. But people do take it away, don't they? People. People (laughs) meeting people. Come on, everybody. If you're at home, sing along with me. So is Kath okay? the lucky... Sorry. Is Kath okay, please? Well, she is um, doing a bit of walking and then a bit of lying down and then a bit of walking. So she's on... She's better... She's much, much better than she was on. This escalated dramatically. Yeah. Oh. But um, it was it was quite an adventure, and uh, God bless the NHS. That's what I say. And I don't, you know, the two are white. We gave us a chance to talk. Yeah. Mm. Uh, yeah. You have to turn your phone off. We've got. I, I know we've got to I go. Uh-huh. I, I know we have to um, go for not a comfort break, but a, a small musical break. But just to let you know, Frank Nigel Redding reading. I unfortunately have regular MRI scans. I really enjoy it. It's like being on drugs in an old gas pipe wearing your grand's glasses and listening to the prodigy at full volume. Wow. Well, can I be absolutely honest about it? While I was there, I was... You know, I do do... I know people don't normally fess up to this sort of thing, but I have a series of sort of um, daydream things that I do, like being manager of Barcelona and stuff like that. Um... And I was I was so 1970s Doctor Who, that thing, because just the colour of it, there's a certain mm. sort of medical beige yeah, colour, which is so uh-huh. 70s Doctor Who. Just when the Pertwee per- <laughs> era, when colour first arrived. And I was, I was slightly loving it, yeah. especially with the noises and that. God, I wish I'd had me Sonic. There was a great moment just then when Frank pointed to me about something to do with the show and I loved it because he had his headphones, he was he drives the desk, you know, he had all his buttons and it was very um, Thunderbirds. Mi- very Mike Mansfield. <laughs> there used to be a programme called, I think, Supersonic and there was a guy, he was like one of these 70s music producers with hair too long for a man of his age. White feathery hair. And he'd say things like, Q. Roy Woods Wizard and you'd see him... <laughs> Point and he's obviously just pointing for the camera because there's no what was he pointing at? Yeah, um, and you could tell he had a slightly out of control ego because it was called Mike Mansfield's Cue the Music. 
Well, I think... Um, Oh. Wasn't it called Supersonic? Maybe that's no. a different there was, there was a later one called Mike Matt, and he'd say, Q-Level 42. Yeah, it became like one of those <laughs> national catchphrases. Um, yes. And, uh, there was a whole... I think then the music business was full of some of the most terrible people on the planet. Yeah. <laughs> huh. uh, and they all had hair a Good bit job, too long. things have changed. Yeah, they all had hair a bit too long for their age. <laughs> And uh, they we were, saw yeah. a man like that at the Brits the other night. I'm not going to lie, didn't we, Frank? We did. We, we don't know what his name was, thank goodness, or we, we'd probably say it on air. We gave him a name, though, didn't we? Yeah, we did. We thought he looked like a, <laughs> well, a Stuart, yeah. He had that kind of... A, <laughs> I took a photo of his hair. He's the kind of guy who would say, yeah, well, that... It ain't going to happen. <laughs> he's the guy who might say that. But... Um, it was good that he was there, because like, it was like there was a little table from the past. Well, also, what was great... And you know what? I, I love the past. Mm. Oh. Well, when the past times closed, that was the worst day of your life. Uh, I hated past times, actually. I know you it did. Never, it never felt like the past to me. No, I don't think some of those relics were real. No, it felt like QVC, the past. <laughs> well, it's because you're a big sort of Saxon fan, and Saxon Times, he, like, he likes going to the British Museum... So I just think you saw that as a rival for it. For it, and yeah, I... it used to get me down when it's all made of pewter. Oh, it's so depressing. Everything's made of like a pewter Viking pewter yeah, tank. It's not real. Yeah. Lewis Chessman made out of plastic. No, thank you. <laughs> oh, we had a moment. Anyway. We had a moment at home when Boz um, <coughs> chipped one of my Lewis Chessman chess set. What That's happened? Then? Just dropped it. You know. What can you do? <sighs> Kids drop stuff. Yeah, I'm over it. Um, That's good. good. From the outside world. I feel they've been very absent. No, they're all over us. We've had a lot of people responding to your brass and pockets, Frank. Which Mm. what do we call it again that? It's a you came up with something for it, but it's how would you describe it as I'm calling it I don't know if it's sort of sing along a life. Things that where you have a song that fits something that you do in life, so that when I have balsamic glaze, as I know we all musical musical triggers maybe or something. Balsamic glaze, like that. Mm. Um, Paul Sylvester is our boss here at Absolute Radio. Texted me yesterday to say that he got up and his head was full of. uh, Pussy said to the owl. Pussy said to the, the owl. owl. Pussy said to the owl. Which is the, if, if, the if, for new uh, readers, that was uh, uh, my son's way of remembering part of the lyric of the owl and the pussycat, the part of the words, was mm. by making it the backing sound to Under Pressure. Well, Gareth was sense. here when you uh, first revealed that. Was yeah. it? Oh, of course. Because I'll never forget him saying, under pressure. <laughs> yeah. Sounding genuinely very under pressure. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you have to do with that. I think of, of Gareth as a man who's under pressure. <laughs> At all times. I would have liked his version of that song, though. <laughs> just sounding very upset. <laughs> <laughs> well, as people are when they're under pressure. Anyway, we've heard Quick, from... So, Pete Rawson, when windows steam up in the car... I'm compelled to sing Steamy Windows. Yes. Are you familiar? No. Steamy Windows. Activated by the body (laughs) heat. Oh, I don't know that. Oh, Tina Turner. Is Um, it Tina Turner? Or someone like that. Mm. Didn't uh, Steamy Windows do that? Lately I've been staring in the mirror. Wasn't that Steamy Windows? I don't know that one. No, he's... Ronan Quinn. Um, got in touch on Twitter. We're taking um, your tweets as well. Um, whenever someone in our household loses a glove, I like to sing, 
You've lost that glove in kneeling. Ah, very fine. Very fine. And uh, Colin Gage, every time I hear a phone ring, I sing, I'm in the phone booth, it's the one across the hall. Now that is, a, it's every time. Mm. What you want to do, Colin, is get a ringtone that's that song. Mm. Save I, yourself a lot of... Uh, what I liked, Frank, is when I uh, gave a rendition of that rather poor one, the producer started dancing. I thought, I didn't think it was poor. Oh, I thought it was. She loves um, her mood. I'm, I was all right with it. The rhythm is going to get you. <laughs> Horrible. That's what we say, sort of say in the Catholic Church. <laughs> Frank Skinner. Frank Skinner. Absolute radio. So, um, Gareth. What's happening? Oh, what's been happening in my life? Oh, it's all sorts going on. That's not good enough. We need more details. Okay. Um, well, we have a situation with um, with a tree outside of our house. Mm. I don't know if you've ever experienced anything like this. Our next door neighbour, lovely lady, um, she's not a fan of the tree in our garden. It's a big tree, sheds leaves in the autumn. Is she a lovely lady off air as well? No. Okay. Um, <laughs> no, I, I mean, you know, there's... <laughs> I like Frank's response to that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, I sense that. I mean, let's, let's call her... She might not be our next-door neighbour. She could live anywhere in the yeah, street. exactly. Yeah. Um, and... Um, You're no, right she, no, to disguise no. her. Well, you'll see in the story. <laughs> yeah, you'll okay. see in the story. Um... And um, she's really got... She doesn't like the... But the council don't let you cut down nice big trees... Like well, a, no, nice I think tree. you've got the council mixed up with the Lorax. <laughs> <laughs> no, it is the council. No, it's definitely the Lorax. Has yeah. the council got a massive moustache? Yeah. <laughs> no, it's the Lorax, oh. mate. Do you know, oh, I couldn't believe how much it cost me to fell a tree. Really? Yeah. What? I'm going to say I'm ashamed. Did you? The money did you? Been. I have to say I... More than a bottle of wine or less than a bottle of wine? <laughs> About the same price as uh, Frank spent on the, that bottle of wine for his manager. £1,500. Yeah. Yikes. Can I, can I establish here that I really love trees in a slightly supernatural way and I'm already mm. slightly upset about mm. this chopping down well, you're, trees. You're, it's you're, awful. You're an empath. I'm you're probably I'm, a plant empath. I'm Loraxian. Mm. Yes. I have tree-hugged. You know mm. that tree hug thing, and I don't mean yes. in an ironic comedy way. I've done it in a real trying to absorb the Felling energy of the tree. Felling can be kind, though. It encourages it to grow. But anyway, it's like cutting yes. the hair. But Carry can on. I put everyone at with the tree's fine, oh, and we're not allowed to touch. Honestly, the council in Bournemouth, we've because she's mentioned it before when my parents owned this very self same house, um, and they look. The council won't let you cut down certain trees. No. It's a big tree. It's you know adds to the nature of the street. Can I ask you a tree a tree mm-hmm. question? This is what I've, this has long been my thought about trees. Mm. If there were no trees and no one had ever seen a tree, yeah. and I made a tree, I managed to get a tree, lovely, and put it in an art exhibition, wouldn't people think it was absolutely amazing? They really would. Okay, carry on. Sadly, few people have made the tree. Yes, but I'm just <laughs> as an example. Well, we, take them, we take them for granted a bit. Yeah, I agree. That's right. But no, we. we I want to know more about this horrible neighbour. <laughs> no, let's <laughs> not. She's a nice lady. Okay. Um, Is and... she a nice lady <laughs> off air as well? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
um, <laughs> and um, but yeah, she's got a wrong, long-running beef with the tree. Wrong. And we, Siri we, said wrong. Then we, Friday <laughs> slip. <laughs> and every time I come out, we have to kill her. Talk to her. <laughs> um, and um, what can I ask? What is her problem with the tree? It um, drops leaves on her house, oh. so moss, moss, moss is growing on her roof. She's mm. frightened that the tree will fall on her house That's... and destroy all her possessions. Oh. Okay. It's never fall- know- Can I say the tree's never fallen down so far? When you say and possessions, also, yeah, 1980s <laughs> copies of the Radio Times, I mean, come no, on. No, but also you've, in, in your characterisation of her, she's only concerned about possessions. <laughs> <laughs> Not people or animals. <laughs> She's very rolled doll. I can see what she looks like already. Well, the Farmer Boggis yeah. with the long, thin <laughs> nail always in his nose. Yeah, something like that. Um, clogging up a gutter. That yeah, tree. Well, she that's hates annoying. That. Yeah, that's annoying. Like, yeah. What you need is have you seen um, tree nets? Tree nets? At Cambridge, I was reading that uh, Chris Packham. Mm. Um, He's very upset that um, oh, yeah. that in Cambridge they've put tree nets on the trees, which stops, I think, stops the leaves. Is it like a big hairnet for a tree? It's like a massive hairnet for oh. a tree. Obviously, it's not great for the birds. No. Well, no. they've also started Cats. to put uh, pigeon spikes on the trees. Come yeah. on, that's their natural habitat. Yeah, but for some reason, people who love animals and birds and nature, of whom I have to say I'm not really one... Mm-hmm. Um, they don't quite class pigeons. It's it's like how ageism mm-hmm. hasn't quite made it as an ism the way many of the other popular modernisms have. Mm. Yes, the they just yeah. don't get any sympathy. Pigeons. No, you're right. Well, they're not in danger of dying out, are they? That's the thing. I There's think loads it's of them. the horrible clawed feet you get. You know, when you get yeah. one with a horrible clawed, twisted <laughs> foot, people don't like that. It's a bit long, John Silver. I think they suffer from ubiquity. The pigeon. Mm. They need to learn. I think there's too many of them. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> look. You know, this just goes to show how many different opinions there is about yeah. pigeons. <laughs> Can I just say, I want to talk about Gareth's tree, but um, briefly from the outside world, Rich Amis has said, when the cold weather kicks in and it's time to stick the central heating back on, I loudly announce the occasion by singing to annoy my teenage daughters, the heating's on, by Glenn Frey, the theme to Beverly Hills Cop. See, I don't know that. On the street. But I'm loving the people doing it. The heat is on. On. I love the people doing this. Anyway, yes. So it was raining, and I came back from Boots. I'd been to Boots for quite a big Boots shop. (laughs) Okay. And they've given me they've given me a paper bag. (laughs) Paper bag that won't work. (laughs) This is very John Betjeman. I like it. Keep all the stuff in. Um, And I'm I'm walking. It's raining, and I walk into and my next door neighbour is outside. The tree in the rain. Yeah. And she said. I hate that tree. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> and I, I, you know, we've we've been over this. So I go and I say, not her name. No, <laughs> I say, should we just call her? Let's call her something. Jemima. Should we call her Jemima? No, that sounds like too to benign. Her. I think of Jemima Puddle Dog. Esmeralda. <laughs> uh, Maud. We, something short. Maud. Maud. I say Maud. We're not allowed to cut down the tree. 
We've talked to the council about it. We know it worries you. And I I feel... And, and because our, our garden's a bit raised up, and so I was kind of over her, and I felt I didn't feel right about that. No. So I went down onto it's her like level. Pete, you know that um, Christmas um, with know. Goofy? Mm. Yeah. Christmas with Goofy's got Pete. Pete is a very strange peripheral Disney character. Right. I don't he kind of says my worst character in I Disney. I kind of know. I'm not sure what animal he is, even. Oh, is he's he sort just, of like a cow? He's, he's a, he look, no. he's a he bullying, like? uh, aggressive <laughs> Disney character. Mm. And he's a horrible neighbour um, to Goofy. Who's, Goofy is a very amiable, yeah, he's very stupid, sweet. but amiable. Sort of not a looker, to be fair. No. Goofy. Mm. No, I don't think you could call him Somewhat. that now. If he came out in 2020... Oh, like worse. Well, but anyway, Pete, <laughs> Pete sort of said he, he, he gets all the, all the snow off his drive and puts it on Goofy's drive. Oh. It's that kind of relationship. Mm. Should we call her Pete? <laughs> yeah, Pete. <laughs> is, <laughs> he quite, say, um, is he quite... That's the word. He's quite well built, Pete. He's massive. Well, because <laughs> he's a, you know, he's a bully. He's a bruiser. What a, is Pete? Eight, twelve, fifteen. <laughs> what is what Pete? is that weird Pete person from Disney? He's not Disney? a dog, is he? And he's not a sort of bear. Or I would say he fulfills the function of the Biff in Back to the Future character. I've never seen Back to the Future. What? I've never seen it. Well, Never uh, seen let's Scott. put, let's put it on now. Entire TV strands have been built around this sort of thing. It's going to yeah, blow your mind. I know. I don't know why I haven't seen it. Well, Biff was apparently based on Donald Trump. Oh. There you go. Anyway, back to um, Maud. Anyway, but if you do know what Pete is, has he got a more complete name? Is it something Pete? Peter. I don't think it's something What's Pete. What's the surname the Goofy family? I think Goofy is, is <laughs> like Madonna. He's just got one name. I don't think he's like... <laughs> I don't think he's like Neil Goofy. You know, it's, it's not like an Italian surname. It's with a mm. Y and all that. Can I just show quickly, Gareth, the great music yes. trigger from Tim Welsh? Instead of Rock the Casbah, Lock the Task Bar. Lock the Task Bar. That's good. I like that. OK. That's very good. Um, I, we, we, we'll end on that. We, sure. We'll come back to, uh, to Pete <laughs> in a minute. This is... Uh, the Frank Skinner Show on Absolute Radio. With, it's a bit um, unsure. Yeah, I forgot what it was called for a second. <laughs> with um, I'm I'm with Emily <laughs> Dean and I'm with Gareth Richards. Good morning. And um, hold it. Yes. We've got to text the show on eight twelve fifteen. Mm. Follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Frank on the Radio, or email the show via the Absolute Radio website. Mm. Or you can tweet. And we I think I say that. Don't did I, you say that? Did I say that? Sorry, I mean, sorry, I'm, so, I'm sorry. I'd like to publicly apologise. <laughs> you already have. Oh, good. Um, with the switchboards are alight with talk of what was Pete, Goofy's yeah. friend, next door neighbour. Well, no, not no friend. friend. No friend of Goofy. <laughs> Frank, I think he I had mean, a friend. Frank, I also hated him. Yeah. Frank. Horrible. So hold on, come I'm, on, tell I'm us. Go on then. Nowadays, there'd probably be some sort of spin-off made from Pete's point of view, <laughs> showing what, a, what, what got him to where he was, the health, mental health I'd issues. Like, I'd like to know mm. a bit of Pete's backstory. Pete, I, I think Pete, like... the origin story, yeah. would, I would absolutely... What a, can you imagine it being like Joker <laughs> becoming like winning an Oscar and stuff like that? And they do a real act, real life action one like this. Yeah. Who, who would you cast as Pete? 
Uh, maybe John Goodman if he was a bit younger. Is he yeah, still? Is he be still good. with Who's, who's Red? Still... Yes, yeah, I think he is. Okay. I think One so. One has to be so careful. Yeah, who um. would be Pete? Well, <laughs> James Corden. Um, <laughs> I think he's going to steer clear of acting as any animals from now on. Yeah, maybe. We don't even know if Pete was an animal, do we? Well, well oh, and actually, well, there's. Did um, he ever? Also, did he have a, 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 a pre name that was like Pete? Like. T- t- Tacos Pete or something like that. By all accounts, <laughs> seems flatly. Is, oh, so I mean, this is Wikipedia. Am I allowed to read from Wikipedia? No, no. Okay. no, no. we've got. Well, we've got. We have had Can't outside world. <laughs> yeah, we've had outside world. Four two five says um, Frank. Peter's a bovine. He's a bull and often has his cows around him. That's why he doesn't like Goofy. No bovines like canines. That's Speak true. for yourself, Caroline. They uh, kick them to death, don't they, uh, sometimes? Cows kick dogs Not to on death. my watch. <laughs> Here they do. That's why um, I would... should never have a cow and a dog as a pet. No. Mm. <laughs> Wise we... words. <laughs> Best advice you've ever given me. If if you had a cow and a dog, would the dog smell meat on the from the cow and bite the cow? My dog doesn't bite. Well, well would it be eating, wouldn't it? Wouldn't be biting mm, as yes. such. Well, well, we've had some controversy. Would it be like yeah. having a big chewy bar, having <laughs> a cow living in the house? Well, I'm sorry to say this, Frank, but we ourselves are nothing but meat. So. Take that no. back! <laughs> no, because he has that soul no, thing. No, that's true. I, he I, like, no, I, he I, likes... Yeah, he's I, the soul... He's a member of the soul fan club. But, anyway. ma- but do cows have souls? Anyway, Frank, there any the cows horror? have souls, Cows, cows no. are made into souls. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. Um, Can I just say one, two, two, voice of controversy, mm. Pete is a cat... Yeah. Although definitely looks more like a dog, he usually has a half-smoked cigar in his gob. Well, I've got a sense, having now, now he says that, I think there was a Mickey Mouse club version of Alice in Wonderland where Pete was essentially the Cheshire Cat. Oh. This is is separate to the Disney Alice in Wonderland. It's yeah, this so is uh, right, a Mickey Mouse. Pete, the Mickey Mouse come house, come he... inside, it's fun inside. Do you know that? Mm-hmm. So hang on, Pete was the equivalent of the perfume you buy on Oxford Street I tell you that what, says um, designer perfume Armarki or whatever. Well, he's this... a snide, essentially that's a snide what you're Cheshire saying. snide Cheshire cat. Yeah, snide Cheshire. But if he's good, if he was the cat, I think he would, they were all playing different parts in that. In yes. that thing, he w- they would um, keep it. But um, the cat, it'd be good, wouldn't it, if he was the bullying neighbour to Goofy, but was actually a cat and Goofy's a dog. It would be a fabulous <laughs> right. um, switcheroo. Yeah, exactly. Although, um, well, three... in terms of switch, as great switcheroos go in the movies. <laughs> Well, the fact that Mickey Mouse has got a pet dog is quite a switcheroo. <laughs> yes, well, 310 adds to the argument saying, Frank, Google says Peter's a cat and Goofy isn't an animal. Goofy, Goofy? is simply a goof. <laughs> well, that's stupid. Stupid. <laughs> that's, that's the end of the conversation. <laughs> that's, that's absolutely... R- what well, do you mean, a goof? You know, 
I believe this I'm is sorry, mentioned it's... in Stand By Me, but what's Pluto <clears throat> if Goofy, Goofy was a dog and not a goof, as is suggested? Well, Pluto is an out-and-out dog, that is mm. true. I mean, he works on all fours and, and he doesn't uh, speak, I don't think. I'm no. just still... He's like a dog. So reeling goof, from Goofy well, some sort of stupid. non-creature. No, come on, whoever said that Look, is... I think we've, t- we've changed on things like that. Goofy is, you know, who he is, who he wants to be. Yeah, Goofy can I be think whatever he wants. Surely he's a dog. He's got a dog's ears. Look, I don't want to be sidetracked by Goofy. But I think Pe- Pete is a okay. cat. We- what let's establish it Peter's a cat some are saying he's a bear some are saying well, he's I'm a glad, cat I'm glad we've sorted <laughs> this out Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio Goofy's friend Pete is a cat <laughs> should we say okay. no we've established he's a cat dog cow bear hybrid no right. I think he's a, <laughs> if he's a cat he's a big cat you know when you get that, used to get those fat cats in the uh, in the I don't mean fat cats like the ones that Jeremy Corbyn didn't like. I mean the ones like when you get a picture of someone's let their cat get really fat mm. and you used to get them in the paper. Yeah, hated that. Anyway, what about so, the tree? So my next door neighbour, who we're going to call Pete. Mm. Yes, it's a lovely lady. Yeah, um, Bear she thing. said, "I hate that tree." And so I decided I'm going to get down on her level because I was raised up. I wasn't being aloof. Um, but um, I went down. It's raining. I had my boots bag, pl- paper full of stuff. And then I went and had a chat with her. And when I went down and talked to her... How, you know, how small is she? When She's smaller than me. Oh, were, you like, in, were you in the tree? No, I was like, our garden, it's raised up. Oh, yeah. So I didn't want to be talking over her. So I went down and I said, we've, Pete, we've tried to, we've (laughs) talked to the um, council. Well, I know what's going on in your (laughs) place. This is complicating (laughs) things somewhat. (laughs) Well, why don't you, stupid, that stupid goof? Yeah, go on. Um, and I had a I had a chat with her, and she told me some things that were going on in her life, and oh. I was like, "Arguments oh, for Goofy." You you know, sometimes you just want someone to talk to, don't yeah. you? And yeah. she understood what I said about the tree. She should listen to uh, Clint Eastwood's song from Paint Your Wagon. Mm-hmm. I talk to the trees. <laughs> But they don't listen to me. Maybe that's I, why she doesn't like. I them. think she should listen to Clint Eastwood. Do, do, ask yourself: Do you feel lucky, punk? <laughs> do you, so? Have you made peace with Pete? Well, <laughs> what happened was <laughs> in the rain. This, I mean, the story isn't moving as quickly. <laughs> this story isn't moving as quickly. There's quite. There's some more to come. Okay. But basically, <laughs> as I was talking to her, my boots bag. The structural integrity did not hold because uh, of the rain. Uh, and I told all, you a vapor bag wouldn't work. The sensor <laughs> will not hold. Yeah. All of the boot stuff, it fell everywhere. Oh, what? And then so I'm in the rain and I'm like, oh no, sorry, I've got to go in and take it. And she said, oh, I'll help you. And I go, no, no, it's okay. Just put it, load me up with it. And she goes, no, 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 I'll help you. I'll help you. And I'm like, oh, this is tro- nice. nice. That is nice. It's nice. It's a good job. What if you'd been on the old raised <laughs> garden? It had fallen on a, onto a roof and caused mud. Well, Frank, I'm just worried about what who was in the chemist. So let's no, okay. hold your horses. Okay. We yeah. got um, I, I'd got some moisturiser for Laura, day and night cream. 
Okay. I was I was out of my depth with it. Yeah. Day and night. Anyway, and um and only from Boots M. You know. Okay. Got to keep. Yeah. Um, <laughs> keep the budget. And so so Pete helped me into the conservatory <laughs> with all with all the stuff. That's nice. Really nice. We bonded. And then he got a baseball bat. And I got upstairs. Yeah. And then I got when Laura got back, I realised um some money had gone missing. The night cream was nowhere to be seen. Oh. <gasps> What? Pete's nicked the night cream. That's how she's going to stop people climbing that tree. <laughs> was it, um... No. Oil off? What, she took the it night cream? It was nowhere to be seen, and I checked the receipt. Oh, my God. You know what? Because the I elderly, thought maybe I just the didn't... The elderly love a night cream. Maybe I just didn't get it. And, oh, um, no. And, you know, I'm very assertive in my old age, and I was like, I'm going to talk to him about this. Yeah. I'm going to go down there and I'm going to say, oh, I thought because you helped me carry stuff in, maybe you put it in your pocket, maybe you accidentally you did that. that. Yeah, I, I did. So did I went downstairs. My skin has never felt better. <laughs> <laughs> Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. So the day cream, night cream was missing. And I was like, I'm sure I got it. So as I say, I, I checked the receipt. And um, and I even went outside and checked all along the path that good, good, good Pete had walked in with and yeah. thought maybe we dropped it along the way. And I just couldn't find it anywhere. Mm. And I, I checked in the boot of the car because sometimes things fall out. And so I decided I'm going to go, you know, life is too short to mm. be, you know, worrying about... So I... I went downstairs to talk to Pete. Mm. I put my shoes on, and um, the night cream was just by the shoes down there. On oh, thank yeah. goodness. So I'd, all of that yeah. was just in my head. That it just is... goes to show, doesn't it? I learned a valuable lesson and that day. It just goes to show. <laughs> Carol the from... life dream of the <laughs> casino soul scene. <laughs> yeah. Carol from Yorkshire's a bit cross with us. Okay. I do apologise. Right, Carol sounds like she could be a friend of Pete the neighbour. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah, just okay. saying I'm a bit scared of you, Carol. Um, with love, Emily. She says, so is your girlfriend well now? I appreciate I'm giving her tone. But well, no, it's nice. What was the cause yeah. of her pain? We never got to find out. Is there so much waffle and giggling going on? What? Yes. Well, is that what she uh, said? Yeah. Is that what Carol said? Hey, come on Well, now. Carol. <laughs> Look, you know, oh, before you say anything, <laughs> make sure the night cream isn't by your shoes. Okay. <laughs> I... Carol's from Yorkshire, and the thing about Yorkshire folk, they tell it like it is. You've so, got to well, respect that. Well, they sometimes that. have it, yeah. See all, hear all, say now. Yeah, I, do. I say it like it is me. Anyway, Carol, thank you for your concern. Can I tell mm. you that um, it turned out that um, that Kath had a, let me get this right, a disc bulge mm. um, and some tearing of the disc. I don't know if I should be giving the exact, but anyway, she is walking for sh- around the house for short periods and then having to lie down again and then doing. But I would say she's on the men. Thank you for your concern. Yeah, we wouldn't want I'll, to stand I'll, between. I'll be, I'll be brusque. Yeah, <laughs> we wouldn't want to stand between Carol and finding out about an ailment. Hey, come on, <laughs> come lie on. off, Carol. Look, you. Carol uh, tells it like it is. She speaks as she finds. Carol was actually expressing concern about exactly. my. Partner, so and you know, I'm with yes. Carol. Leave means leave. Um, 
802, thank you for changing the name to Pete because my 13-year-old daughter, Maud, was quite put out that uh-huh. you were dissing Maud. That's yes. Lorraine from Hornchurch. Yes, her name was Maud on this show. And Oh, lovely. And 033, I would love it. I would love that. If the next time Gareth spoke with his neighbour, he inadvertently called her Pete. <laughs> Me too. I hate the dreadful hollow beside <laughs> the little wood. It's red ribbed ledge. Um, that's from um, Tennyson's poem, Maud. Mm. Lovely. It includes, and I'm singing this just, how old is Maud? 13. There is a, a, li- there is a section of that poem which became a, a, a popular Victorian parlour song. Come into the garden, Maud, no, though thanks. the black bat night has flown. Just for you, Maud. There. And somehow that didn't stay popular past the Victorian <laughs> period. <laughs> Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. I'm just going to... Sorry, Carol, but I am just going to pop up with this quick interjection. Uh, 972. Hello, I can't make Kedgeree without singing Kedgeree to the oh, tune I of Tragedy. Say, yeah, mm. that, yes. If that's anyone that's... asks what's for dinner, I sing, Frank. Kedgeree. I don't know the next bit. I used to know the dance. Can you believe that? I got up at, I think it's Strawberry Moons in Chelmsford <laughs> on New Year's Eve. Oh, I think it was <laughs> 2000. You're a big fan of Steps, I seem to remember. He um, liked, Frank was always a fade toser. Fan. I liked. Weren't now, you? I know Were I've you? got. Oh, yes. Very, uh, very. Uh, <laughs> I love the. Um, I bought uh, three of those white dreads at auction. <laughs> you, <laughs> did did you? Like fa- no, you did like a fade toser, didn't you? And I finally you? got to meet um, fade toser. How was it? Well. <laughs> it went a bit wrong because I'd looked her up on Wikipedia. You know, not everything Absolutely on Wikipedia disgusting. is true. Right. And I said to her, "So, Faye, I, I didn't know you. You're a trampolining champion." <laughs> she said, "I'm not. I just don't know where that's come from." And she really, um, uh, well, that was the end of that. Spot. I mean, who'd have thought that that would uh, be the turning point? Were you, were you a Claire or a Faye? Can I say? Oh, go on. I'm interested um, in Gareth's types and the. No, I didn't. I wasn't into steps. Oh, I liked eight. See, I liked. Um, Got it yeah. when the day came. <laughs> I tell Who you, knew? I'm glad you don't take it anymore. <laughs> I'm. I am like that one they did that sort of barn dance single that oh, wasn't dear. really regarded Five, as six, one of their. Seven, yeah. eight. That was. I like that. Anyway. Producer dancing the, again. Back at, is that? Is it? Over yeah, no, now? we're done. Oh, that's it. Thank goodness for that. <laughs> Can no, I sorry, say? Learned a lesson. Can I say? Oh, go on. Have you, no, what, that what, was it. Okay. Um, I um, tomorrow night is the uh, the last Doctor Who of the series. Oh, yeah. And now I just want to run something by you. Um, mm. The current era, for those of you who are not into Doctor Who, is oh, la- don't be silly. So the last two series has, has featured uh, Jodie Whittaker as the Doctor, mm. who's um, it's it's the first. Uh, female doctor that we as far as we know there's yeah. some complications with that we won't go into it now there was a thing that happened i think it was on last week's episode and you know that bradley walsh is one of the companions mm-hmm. and he's i can't remember exactly what he said but he a woman said something to him and he said i'm the do- i'm the normal guy who blah blah and there was a fluff now you never hear fluffs in drama oh. anymore because, I mean, in the Hartnell years, 
You heard little else. Mm. Poor old Billy was. Um, I, well, well, if you, we, what, 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 what we must, hmm? <laughs> what we must, don't we? Hear? And it was you could tell they're all the whole cast, mm. and they're going, "Come on, Bill!" Did you hear occasionally? Um, so, Doctor, clink, clink, <laughs> bottles underneath. Doctor. <laughs> anyway, I, I love Billy for all that. Of course. Um, but what um, was the fluff? So the fluff was this. He says, I, "I'm a dog. I'm a normal." Um, something like that. Mm. So now a big internet theory right. has gone up that what he was about to say was, "I'm the doctor," <gasps> ah. and he stopped himself right. because they just don't leave fluffs in anymore mm. in drama. When's the last time you heard a fluff in a drama? And, and the thing is, I yeah. love a fluff in a drama. That, um, but. So is it like a big controversy that well, it's, I mean, when I say Doctor big, Who fans love the internet, I mean big in you mm. know in a Doctor yes. Who. I mean, you mm. say they don't leave so fluffs in that... anymore. I suppose the budget's gone up since the old no, days, but, hasn't it? I but, would so say. So what's the theory? Is well, it that my he theory is... is my theory. Mm. That, oh, the fez is gone. We're going to have to go to the break. Never mind. It cannot <laughs> be true because let me run this by you. We've had oh, the no, first, the first female Doctor Who for two series, and then right. at the end of it, oh no, it turns out the Doctor is that middle-aged white bloke. Mm, no, yeah, that wouldn't be. No, I don't think so. It's fascinating. Should we go to the break? <laughs> you. <laughs> I got done for speeding on um, oh, no. on Saturday night on the way back from the wedding. I was flashed, yeah, that's why I was driving so quickly. Um, no, no, the, what, I saw a flash of light, but I thought, I always think, oh, there's probably not any film, <laughs> which I don't think applies anymore, surely. Oh, you got the flash. But I'm, I did 36 in a 30. Now, for me, that's not speeding. Well, you're going to get it now, aren't you? I'm not calling that speeding. 36 in a 30. It's yeah. after midnight. I don't think speed limits actually Excuse apply me. after midnight, do they? I've done the speed awareness course. I know. And I can provide you with a lot of information on it. Perhaps some of our listeners would love to hear it now. <laughs> well, I was talking to a friend of mine last Instead night. Instead of the Doctor Who. And she's, had a, she's done a speed awareness course and then got done for speeding again. And now she's been offered a dangerous driving <laughs> course. Oh. Oh. Oh, some sort yeah. of Daniel Craig figure. Yeah, it's uh, so I, I don't know. I haven't been. There's been no mention of the speed awareness. I don't know what, what's. I just got the letter saying I was in a place called um, Hall H A double L A N D Holland. You were going Holland. through Holland. Holland Oats. Right. Well, I could be. <laughs> I, no, I didn't stop. Um, <laughs> I looked it up. It's Wouldn't in Sweden. St- Sorry, mate. It's actually in Sweden. If what? I lived in Holland, I would definitely Holland? open a cafe, a breakfast-based <laughs> cafe called Holland Oats. Yeah, oh, Come on. that would be Get it together, right. people. I don't know if, but it'd be one of those places, locals will say, um, <laughs> oh, no, you don't say Holland, you say Hollande. <laughs> yeah, it'll be something like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It'd be one of those. Pete's at the door, Frank. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you say, hello, Holland. You go, no, no, not Holland. I'm so, um, I don't like the way you're saying it now. It sounds like no. a theme park. I was going to say, a theme park that uh, I know a few men that have frequented that. Yeah, so, um, uh, so, <laughs> uh, yes. The one, when I looked it up, it honestly says it's in Sweden. So Ooh. I don't know if there's been a confusion about kilometres and miles, and I've, I'm, I am wrongly. How fast were you going? 36 in 30. Yeah, you won't have made it from Sweden at that speed. Well, damn that sat nav. 
Anyway, well, it's been a. Sorry, um, yeah. I'm so glad we talked about Pete because Pete is a character <laughs> on Disney who you could watch Disney for years and he never quite read. He's like the stain. Mm where a character used to be, <laughs> Pete. He's like Disney drew Pete and then robbed him out and he hadn't got a very good robber. So he's a sort of ghost a character. Smudge. I think he's a, a character they experimented with. He failed and they've just left him in. Maybe they're already done merch for what Pete. What if we do Who a character that Pete everyone Mer- hates? Who would buy Pete merchandise? What kind of a loser? Anyway... <laughs> so, um, oh, by the way, um, uh, I, you know I'm going on. Did I tell you I'm going on tour again? Is, are you aware of that? I'm Listen, I'm going. I'm going on tour in uh, April, May, back to on the road around Britain. Oh. And um, who will be my support act? On oh, that not tour? Pete. Not Pete. <laughs> Next guest. Uh, Bradley Walsh. No, he's too big. Gareth Richards is my oh, support. Oh, come on. Jingle. So Choose we a jingle, will. Jingle. Saturday there morning. Must, there, there must be. Uh, oh, I'm definitely coming to see you. This is so exciting. I'm just looking yeah, for a suitable. You just keep talking, I'll okay. find you. Did uh, you know, when were you going to give me the reveal? Well, I didn't think I was allowed to guess when we did the guessing, I think. Oh. <laughs> That's one uh, possibility. Uh, oh, that's an example of music triggers, Frank. When I went out with someone who uh, appeared in EastEnders, if there was ever an argument <laughs> brewing, I would do that, I'm afraid. I was going, do, do, do. This is so exciting. Can, I will come and see you. Does that mean he's going to have to get into the old uh, Saxon treasures, Frank? Um, well, I'm afraid I do quite a lot of Anglo-Saxon <laughs> sites, but you can always stay oh, at the I hotel. This. We can always drop you at a services and pick you up later. Okay. Um, it'll be oh, fine. Great. When no, is I'd this, like please? When stuff. is the tour? The tour is um, it's early April to <gasps> mid-May. Oh, come on. Yeah. All, all around the country? All around the country, culminating in Birmingham. Oh, at the Alexandra Theatre. I'll come to that one. Um, so, and look, yes. um, thank you so much. Thank you for, so uh, much uh, for Gareth, having me. Gareth, thanks for coming yes. today. It's always a joy. And, uh, I mean, we, without you, we wouldn't have even got on to Pete. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so in a way, it's all turned out OK. It has. It's turned out brilliantly. <laughs> um, so, yeah, thank you so much. And lovely to see you. And I'll see you on tour. Yeah. What about that? And um, thank you all for listening. And if the good Lord spares us and the Greek... Oh, no, the Greeks. <laughs> they, they best stay out of it. Um, the uh, and the and the Greeks don't rise. <laughs> I love the Greeks. Can I say that? Um, especially the, um, the I like the I like the black figure vases, but it's a different world. Um, so if the Lord, if the if the oh, oh my dear, God. If, if the, the weirdest you've ever been. If it doesn't, I've got so excited about Pete. I'm post Pete in many ways. The good Lord spares us, and the Greeks don't rise. We'll be back again this time <laughs> next week. Oh, get out! <laughs> <laughs>